This is episode 25, Help Me Help You. Hi, welcome back to Beyond the Walls podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Ramika. And I'm Kylie. We're excited to have you join our conversation about growing up together and learning how to overcome challenges. We will share from our own life and experiences and hope that it might inspire you to go beyond the walls in your way and create the life that you want. So grab your coffee or tea and come on in. So I remember this one time when we were actually house hunting. We were out in one of the towns and they had this really pretty area with water and like a little harbor pier area. Mm-hmm. And we were walking around and this had come, happened a couple of times. I think this was the first time that I actually called you out on it. But, <laughs> you know, you're always kind of working in the mindset of the Instagram, you know, being able to record stuff and preparing and batching content, right? Yeah. And so me and you're just walking in, but I'm not really looking at you. And we were side by side and I'm looking out and I started to walk in front and across from you. And you were just like, oh, (laughs) you had your phone out and you like put it down. And I was like, were you trying to record? Like, I didn't even know what you were doing. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just, I was like, well, do it again. It's fine. Right. And we're like, why would you, oh, so now we always just joke about it of, really it signifies this like passive I guess I can't record anymore now because you just ruined my shot yeah I remember being in that moment and it was it was passive it's a very passive way to ask you to move right but I think what's going on in my mind is is this a big deal like I don't need this to be content, I would rather her get the view that she actually wants. Like we're living the view, you know, but like, it wasn't a big deal. It was an open peer. So five steps to the left, I could still get my shot and you could still have a beautiful view of the peer. Yeah. I think what it really addresses is just, it really sheds light on my uncomfortability of asking for help. Mm. And I think that's the deeper conversation that I think is worth having because there are so many different reasons why we as people either choose to ask for help or avoid asking for help at all costs. Yeah. The four main reasons that we've identified are one, I should be able to, it just, you know, like you attach some kind of guilt or shame with putting a burden on somebody else to do something that you should already be able to do. Yeah. Or two, you just kind of have this stubborn pride. Like I have something to prove and I don't need you. I don't need anyone Mm -hmm. actually. Like I can do it myself. I don't need to ask for help. The third reason that we've come up with is I shouldn't have to ask, right? Like it should just be apparent to the people around me they see me struggling Mm -hmm. if they cared for me they would offer their help and so they probably don't care because they haven't asked to help me and they see me struggling the last reason we've identified is i didn't even know i could ask right like you just feel so overwhelmed by everything that has to get done you don't even know how to delegate yeah and allow other people to take on a task. It requires you to have kind of this out of the box frame of thinking. Yeah. And 
we get locked into, well, this is how I've always done things. So I never thought of a new way to do it. Yeah. Four different reasons why we don't ask for help. Yeah. And I think we all, depending on the circumstance and the situation and maybe who we're with and what we're doing, we can be all four of these things, Mm -hmm. right? Like lots of different reasons why we do them. I think, you know, the conversations that we've been having, kind of breaking that concept down, like, do we deserve help? Do I need the help? Do I, am I desperate? You know, like how do all of those ways show up? And I think we're afraid a lot of times of being viewed as being needy or we're, we're going to be accused of being selfish or we're lazy, we're incompetent. You know, like we're afraid of being criticized for different reasons. But I think on the opposite extreme, you know what, we're missing out on so much. Mm-hmm. Like there's, because to me on the peer, like, I love to be needed. I love to be able to help. I love to be able to show up. And I have no reason to not want to support you in getting your four seconds of footage on the pier. Yeah. Right? But I didn't even know you were trying to do that. So then I'm like, I sabotaged you and didn't even, I want to help you. Like, I want to know what's happening. Like, I always Mm -hmm. want to be a part of the community. Yeah. And I think that's something that we do really miss out on, right? When we don't ask for help, the cost is community and connection, support, you know, doing things together, being able to do other things that are more meaningful. Mm. We're missing out on something, right? Like what is the cost? What's the trade-off of asking for help or not asking for help? Mm. You know, I think it reminds me of a quote that I've just always hung on to. Like, I love it. It says, if you always do what you've always done, Mm. then you'll always get what you've always gotten. And it's so succinct, but it it is so true. Yeah. If you really want to show up as a different person in a different way with a new perspective, then you have to be willing to do something you've never done before. And the reasons why we don't ask for help become the same things that hinder us from really scaling in our life, right? Like we'll never make it out of the zone of safety if we choose to do the same things and show up in the same ways that we always have. Yeah. It requires that you learn how to ask for help. And I I think just being willing to sit with yourself and identify the reasons why you don't because they're really excuses, right? Like I'm going to hold on to this reason why I'm not going to ask for help because blah, 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 blah. But to your point, that reason that you're using becomes the same thing that is holding you back from being able to scale your business from being able to scale your relationships, from being able to become more efficient or, you know, to even if it's like you don't want to accomplish anything, but you just want to figure out how to embrace more rest in different spaces of your life. Like these excuses for why you can't ask for help ultimately are costing you. Yeah in your life and in your relationships. When I think about myself, 
I realized as we were just talking that I go back to I should be able to do it all the time. Mm. Like that's my number one reason. Mm-hmm. I I just always feel like it doesn't make sense to ask somebody to help me with something that I can do on my own. And that that really is what happened on the pier as well. Like, can I get this shot five steps over when she's done, you know, enjoying her view? Yeah. I should be able to do that myself without asking you or without inconveniencing you in any way. Yeah. But like, could I have just as easily asked you to just step over for four seconds and then be done as opposed to now this is, you know, I'm dragging this out and now what was going to be four seconds of footage now became like four seconds of footage Plus five minutes of, you know, like processing through what just happened and why I was so passive. Mm -hmm. Plus 10 minutes of joking back and forth about, you know, like it just, it sucks so much time and it takes away from the point. Yeah. I just started to like, there are a couple things that I've had a hard time letting go of. One of them has been cleaning my house, Mm -hmm. but the reality is, is I work so much and then I have a dog and then I try to be there and very present for our family Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to do a bunch of research because we have this business that we're doing a lot of things new for me, right? That I don't do with within one walls that are needed for this business in order for it to scale. And so one of the things that I decided to start doing was hiring cleaners and can I clean my own house? Yeah. But yeah. to your point, what's the trade-off? Like, what is it costing me to clean my own house? Well, the time that they're going to spend cleaning my house from top to bottom is time that I'm instead going to start working on our business. Like, I get to scale not only our business, but I get to scale as a person. Like, I've, I just came to this new conclusion that, like, this year... I want to be able to read one book a month. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But in order for that to happen, I need to be able to have time to read. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have time unless I start handing over different responsibilities. We've taken on an intern. Could we do everything for our business ourselves? Yes. And honestly, I did do within warm walls by myself and I highly don't recommend I should have had help a long time ago yeah but like again the trade-off for me and not asking for help and taking on help was that I didn't my business didn't get to scale at the rate that it could have Mm -hmm. and I didn't get to grow in character along the way because I was distracted from doing that. Me carving out time to read is also giving my mind a chance or my body a chance to rest. And then also it helps our business because now I have more reference points to bring up in our podcast episodes or just more experience and knowledge to bring to the table to help us. Yeah. So there's always a cost to not asking for help. Yeah. And if I always hold on to, well, I should be able to do this myself and I shouldn't have to burden somebody with something that I could technically do myself, that then becomes an excuse 
for why I am going to be limited in my life. Yeah. You were able to start breaking these things down. You know, because if we don't even know that there is a cost, Mm -hmm. like we're never going to do it differently. Like this just is the way that it is. We just will continue down the path of least resistance, whether we're overwhelmed or we're loving it. I think for me, I relate to mostly the, like, I didn't know that I could ask because in general, I do ask, I ask for a lot of things. I ask for little stuff. I ask for, you know, like I have no problem advocating for my, for my wants, Mm. like stuff that doesn't really matter. Mm. But in the big things of time, in the big parts of life, the parts that bring me upset and stress, it's really easy in those spaces to not really recognize oh, I I could do it a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think of every single one of us, we all have 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. And we've heard that before, but it's really true. Like, (laughs) It doesn't matter what we're comparing ourselves to other people and what they're accomplishing. I mean, that adds to like, I should be able to do it. They're doing it. Like, how are they getting that accomplished? Mm -hmm. Well, they're probably using their time differently. They're probably getting help or support in some other way than how we're doing it. Mm -hmm. So how do I just look back at my life, the things that I'm doing, how am I working? Where is my wasted time? Where is my good time usage? Like, where is it that I could bring in community? Where is it that I could bring in support? It doesn't have to be done this way. Mm -hmm. And I think even for both of our instances, both of them just have a heavy mental load. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not an actual physical load, but it's a mental load. It's an emotional load that we're just carrying around when we don't need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think in that instance as well, like it is overwhelming to look at your whole life and see 24 hours or if you want to just cut it in half and say 12 hours or maybe you're awake for eight hours like if you just are working with eight to ten hours a day Mm -hmm. that you can move something forward or be productive at all it's helped me so much to come up with a a to-do list and taking off blocks of time Mm -hmm. and so i literally look at my whole day And I'm like, what do I need to get done? And when I first started making to-do lists, I would do like my top three things. Like these are, if I only get this done, these three things done, I will feel like we're moving somewhere. We're getting closer to the goals that I set out for myself in my life. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that just looks like call this friend or call this family member. And that's one of my to-do tasks. Mm -hmm. And so I block out a chunk of that time. So out of the 10 hours that I have today, two hours, I'm going to be on the phone calling this person. Sometimes it looks like I have a bunch of emails and admin that I have to catch up on for my business within warm walls. And so for four hours, I am also just you know, going and Mm -hmm. tackling those emails. And so I have a top three is what it first started. Now, as I've gotten more efficient and I start knowing like kind of, 
you know, there's a lot of things with my business that I move forward on a day-to-day basis. That list gets longer because I know what I'm able to cover in a day. Mm -hmm. But it just started out with my top three things and blocking it off and seeing it visually, you know, get crossed off of my list. And I knew I could move it forward. I feel like that was the most helpful piece too when I started realizing that like my lack of asking for help is setting me back. I am not able to really fulfill the full extent of my purpose because I am unwilling to delegate or I'm unwilling to ask for help. I think for people who fall into that same space of, I didn't know I could ask, maybe writing down everything that you need to get done Mm -hmm. makes it a little bit more tangible for you to say, oh, that's something that I could ask somebody else to do. Even if it's a you know, your family member that you live with, right? Like, oh, like you have two kids. Oh, I could ask Lily or Tim to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I could ask Lee for help in this area to cross that off. Like it starts becoming a lot or makes a lot more sense in your mind when you start putting it down on paper. What do I need to get done? And then realistically of the things that I need to get done, is that something that somebody else could do for me? That yeah. just makes it a little easier for me to conceptualize at least. Yeah. You know, it makes me um, think of like, so for the other one that we came up with, of just stubborn pride. That one probably holds us back the most hmm. because it's like this, I refuse to grow because I have to do it all, all by myself. Hmm. That's not scalable. Yeah. Like we can't just always keep adding on to our plate. Mm -hmm. responsibilities and new ways like sure we can get more efficient Mm -hmm. in certain tasks we can do it faster and better but there's still we're still limited like it can only go so far yeah how is that helping us to just say like nope I refuse any outside assistance let me do this all by myself Mm. I can't think of a more self-sabotaging stance to take than that yeah well when i'm operating in that space i feel like it's mostly i just want to prove what i'm not Mm. right like i need or i feel the need to prove something to somebody or to myself yeah that's true and so it's less about what I'm working towards and more about what I am actively trying to avoid mm-hmm. or who I'm actually actually trying to avoid becoming. Yeah. And it's not productive, right? Like what I think we've always said for ourselves is we have to intentionally choose what we want to do and who we want to become, but you don't get there by deciding who you don't want to become yeah like it doesn't work like that like it that space is very insecure right like i can't choose to be this uber successful and make x amount of dollars because i don't want to become like this family member Mm. right like it is so dependent on how I am performing in relation to that family member then. Mm. Everything I say, I don't have the freedom to speak freely, to act freely, to live the life that I want mm. separate from this person, if that's how I choose to show up. Yeah. And so if I only ask for help 
to prove who I'm not or what I'm not going to become, that I never got to be a part of actively choosing what I do want for myself separate from everybody else. Yeah. It's almost like you have to redefine what asking for help means. Because mm-hmm. what I'm hearing, like, right, like we're held by this ghost of the past or this other person. Like, well, when they ask for help, this is the criticism I have of them. This is what they look like, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I'm not going to look like that. So, therefore, I can't ever ask for help or else I'll be just like that person. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, maybe there's another way. Like, <laughs> it's possible the other way. I think on the other extreme, I can also really relate to the other um reason which is that I shouldn't have to ask mm-hmm. right there's I think probably happens in in our house right or even at the office I can imagine those showing up in those situations where you have a coworker, you both have to share the load mm-hmm. why am I always the one that's stepping up to do x y and z like can nobody else see the dishes on the table like yeah. am I the only one that can bring dishes to the table I think especially with kids Right? Like, it's so easy to just, we don't even realize how much we are removing their need to mature and grow and personal responsibility. Right? Like, we have a lot of those conversations in our house of, like, you need to contribute to the household. Yeah. You created the mess. You need to clean up the mess. Mm -hmm. And how many times do we as people get so burdened, discouraged, And then we get self-righteous when we're like, woe is me. I'm the only one that's doing it. Nobody else cares. Mm -hmm. Also, (laughs) self-sabotage. Just destroying connection that can be had. We're removing people's ability to contribute to the needs. Mm -hmm. And it does bring value to the other person. Like, I think asking for help is not only about me and what I can or cannot do. A couple of years ago, when Lee started um, his own company, he was talking about um, like asking me to be a helper in it. And at this time, I wasn't even, we weren't doing this. This was not on my radar at all. Hmm. But he was like, um, you know, then we would be able to bring more money into the household if he could pay me to do certain tasks and what could I do and what could I take on. Yeah. And so I just immediately was like, how would I possibly have time? for a job like how many hours are you talking about and he was like 20 I was like 20 hours like where would I get 20 hours in my day right so my immediate reaction was like there's no way mm-hmm. and then I was we were willing to have the conversation that was just like well what would it look like mm-hmm. what would it what would have to change about our lives right now for me to work 20 hours a week mm-hmm. right and we had to break it down like where's meals grocery shopping, laundry, school, like all of the responsibilities that I'm taking care of. And it meant, okay, well, what can the kids take on? And then you have to deal with the guilt of, oh, should the kids have to do their own laundry? Yada, yada. You know, like (laughs) all of the reasons that just want to keep coming back up. And we had to take each and every one of them and make a decision. Mm -hmm. Do we want to move forward? Is this the goal? Is why are we feeling guilty about it? Is it appropriate to feel guilty about this? Is it age appropriate? What are we gaining by adding those things to the children's responsibilities or changing the dynamic in our household? Mm-hmm. We really had to question everything about why we were doing the things that we were doing and how we were doing them. Mm-hmm. And we were then getting to redecide, is that how we want to live? Mm-hmm. What would it look like to live differently? 
Now, granted, we never end up doing that, but here we are today. Mm-hmm. Was that not like a mental preparation for <laughs> my future? Where now I have to add, I'm having to actually put it into practice, and it's really hard. Yeah, it's hard to manage my time. It's hard to manage asking for help in these kinds of ways. Sometimes the kids like contributing, and other times they don't. That's okay that people don't want to help. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they shouldn't. You know, like if we're in community, we have to contribute to each other's needs. Mm. You know, so depending on the scenario, depending on the relationship, how are we building community? How are we building support and connection? How are we going to be able to make it to the next level in our own lives to meet our full potential? Mm. Do you want to be a driver and have control and a say in the life that you live is really the question that you're asking yourself. Yeah. Like these are all reasons why we don't ask for help. Yeah. But what they could also be seen as are excuses for why we don't ask for help. Yeah. If you want to take control back of your life, then you have to start making decisions for your life. What you need is not a reason or an excuse. You need to decide to make a decision and give yourself the choice to be an active participant of the life that you want to live right now. These are all reasons that we limit ourselves and we set ourselves back and we refuse to scale as individuals when we hold on to them. But as long as we can identify, like half of the battle is just identifying that this is what's happening. I am falling into this loop of stubborn pride and that's why I don't want to ask for help in this area. Mm -hmm. I should be able to do it all by myself and I feel guilty that I need to ask somebody for help. I shouldn't have to ask. They should just know because they see me struggling. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I could ask, right? Like all of those are the reasons and excuses that we use and just see them for just that. They are excuses. And what would it look like? Like just try on what it might look like in your life. If instead of using those reasons as excuses, If we instead recognize that that's what we're doing and we chose to do something different. I think if we did that, we just might find that we not only have more control over who we choose to become and who we choose to surround ourselves with, but we also have a direct impact on how limitless our life can become. I think something that's a hard pill to swallow, but is really true, is that ultimately what we're saying is that none of these reasons has anything to do with the other people. Mm. It's all us. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure that a lot of you listening right now are immediately have all your yeah buts, right? Like, yeah, but they won't do it. Yeah, but they're unhappy. Yeah, but they put up resistance. Yeah, but they complained. Yeah, they did actually accuse me of being lazy, selfish, whatever. Or they didn't follow through. They let me down. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be unstoppable in your life? Do you want to go and accomplish amazing things? Like, do you find your time and your effort and what you're doing valuable? Mm -hmm. Do you value 
community and having other people also grow alongside of you, then you be unstoppable and don't give up. It has nothing to do with the people that have let you down or they couldn't or they didn't. Mm -hmm. Go find other people. Just because you asked and people are unhappy about it doesn't mean you shouldn't have asked. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to work with you. If you're looking for additional coaching from us, you can log on to our website at beyondthewallspodcast.com and look at our membership for more information. Until next time. Bye.